0: Welcome to Academy Days, a Christian fiction podcast for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Welcome to the story. Academy Days, Episode 57, Flowers on Main. Lazy Winters handed Gray Cotswold a bottle of water and waited as Gray chugged half the bottle and finally stopped coughing. Grey pushed away her bag of corn chips. Lacey, don't ask me crazy questions while I'm trying to eat. It wasn't a crazy question, Lacey said. I was serious. I want both of you to join me. Lacey pointed a carrot stick at Freya Loomis. Freya already agreed to come. I think it sounds fun. I've got some great hats we can all wear. I bought them at a costume store closeout. Grace sniffed. Look, Lacey, I had fun swimming with you and Nora the other day. That was fun. But joining a... What did you say it was? A junior flower party? Lacey rolled her eyes. Junior Garden Club. There's this lady, Iona Davies, who is crazy about plants. She comes around and cures mulch fungus and blights and stuff and... Anyway, I kind of joined her garden club, sort of just to be nice, and now I'm dreading it. I need my kind and supportive friends to join me. Please? Gray snapped a hole punch through the corner of a note card and slid the card onto a ring with the rest of her vocabulary words. Okay, well now you're being honest. A minute ago, when you asked Freya and me to join, you said it would be something fun we could do together. It will be, Lacey bit her lip. I hope. Sure it will, Freya said. Lacey and I can do a character study for creative writing class, and you, Miss I Study 24-7, could probably learn a few scientific things to up your grade. Gray tapped her chin. Maybe like I could incorporate it into my science fair project? Exactly! Lacey said. Finally, she was getting somewhere. Maybe she wouldn't have to spend this coming Saturday following Iona around Easton solo. All right, Grace sighed. Lacey breathed a sigh of relief. She could do this garden thing for a month. This was the beginning of September, after all. And unless Miss Iona Davies had suddenly built a greenhouse in her backyard, the Easton Junior Garden Club had to be short-lived. Mom had said Lacey only had to follow through on her commitment this season. In the spring, she could politely tell Iona that it wasn't really her thing. Okay, see you at my house on Saturday morning at nine, Lacey said. We look very garden clubby, Freya said, adjusting the brim of her hat in the hall mirror Saturday morning. I'm not wearing this. Gray said, tossing a floppy brown felt hat onto the shoe bench. Freya, Lacey fiddled with the ribbon on a white straw hat Freya had given her. You know participating in this garden club is already aging us about 40 years. I'm not sure the hats are going to help the situation. Freya rummaged in her shoulder bag. You're worrying too much. Just because culture says gardening shouldn't interest us as teenagers doesn't mean it's the rule. Freya waved a pair of gloves and some shears. Look, I brought my own equipment. What are you guys taking along? Fruit snacks, Lacey said. My sanity, Gray said, for now. The doorbell rang and Iona Davies' Yoo-hoo filtered into the front hallway of the house. And we're off, Freya chirped. Okay, so maybe Freya had more spunk than Lacey had given her credit for. She'd mostly seen Freya as very whispery and possibly even more socially inept than herself, but part of that assumption had been based on her observation of Freya during productions at school. After all, as stage manager, Freya couldn't exactly go yelling around backstage during a play. And Gray reminded Lacey of Nora Argine, except Nora wasn't afraid to be seen or heard expressing her opinion. Gray was more background, studying in the corner, with a shield drawn around herself like a turtle. On the front porch, Iona bent over the flower boxes attached to the railing. She lifted a leaf and inspected the tiny holes left behind after a bug had eaten its fill. I told your mother to treat these leaves, she mumbled. She straightened. Let me take attendance. She ran a pen down the very short list on her clipboard. Excellent! Now, we are getting a much later start than I'd prefer, but I've prepared this pamphlet about full flowers. She held out booklets that looked as if they'd been home-printed, pages folded in half and stapled down the center. You can follow along and take notes. First, we shall visit the planters on Main Street. I happen to know someone on the city council and have procured permission to care for the planters, which is a mercy because several look diseased beyond the capability of your average city worker. Lacey got, Main Street. She and Freya and Gray would be strolling up and down Main Street behind Iona Davies' carrying booklets. And what, watering cans, pesticides, and spray bottles? Let us be off! Iona turned in a semicircle, her hand raised as if signaling a tour group to follow her to the next destination on the itinerary. This better lead to the world's best science fair project idea ever, Gray mumbled. Lacey's shoulders slumped as she turned to follow Freya elbowed her. Cheer up. A lot of people were going to that hayride and chili bake-off over in Appledale, remember? Maybe nobody from school will see us. If only, if only. Iona pointed out various trees, plants, and shrubs as they walked and explained when different ones should be trimmed and pruned. She stooped every now and then to inspect a plant next to somebody's mailbox or driveway. She jotted things in a notebook, too. Maybe she would return to knock on people's doors and advise them on their foliage upkeep. Too soon they reached Main Street. Iona stopped at the foot of the stone steps leading up to Easton's post office. She pointed at the carved stone vases on either side of the steps where chrysanthemums effused in orange and yellow and purple now, Myrtle, the postmistress, cares for these flowers like they are her own children. That's why they look so good. Myrtle has just one teensy-weensy downfall, though. Iona peered at Lacey and her friends. From the things I've already pointed out to you, can you discern what it is? Lacey ran a hand across the flowers. Um, they don't match the flowers across the street? She shrugged. Maybe that would matter to somebody like Iona. Iona shook her head and looked pointedly at Freya. Freya twisted her hands together. Well, they seem... They seem... Crowded. Aha. Iona's twirtle of affirmation was so loud, three birds erupted from beneath the Roman-style portico of the post office. Exactly! When Myrtle plants, she's so eager for the pots to look full, she fills them from centre to circumference. With young plants, and before long, nothing can breathe, and the whole thing is absolutely root-bound. Iona plunged her hands between the stems of the flowers and parted them to show the girls how close everything was growing. Next year, we'll help Myrtle, won't we? Lacy pressed her lips together. Thankfully, Iona didn't seem to be looking for a reply. She handed Freya a spray bottle. Now, get this in there as close to the roots as you can, she said so it went, up one side of Main Street and down the other, Lacey, Gray, and Freya taking turns watering or trimming according to Iona's instructions. Freya got brownie points for bringing her own shears. At last, they came up next to turn the page, the used bookstore, and Lacey gazed at the window display. If only they could go inside for one of Paige's cookies and just curl up on the couch and back to read. Page has toporaries, Iona said, her lips pursed. I'm not much for toporaries myself, but it doesn't hurt to know something about them. She frowned at the potted shrubs on either side of the door, one trimmed into the shape of a turtle, the other a rabbit. Hello, hello, Page poked her head out of the bookstore. I love your hat, Iona. Thank you, Iona said stiffly. I'm afraid I still haven't put out any planters of flowers, Paige said, maybe next spring. Indeed, Iona said. And is that you under that hat, Lacey? Freya and Gray, isn't it? Are you helping, Miss Davies? That's wonderful. Cookies, anyone? We're on a schedule, Iona said. But thank you. Another time, then. Paige waved and went back into her cozy, interesting, plant-free shop. Lacey swallowed a sigh. "'Onward to the downtown Easton Hotel,' Iona said, and tromped off at a brisk pace. "'This is fun,' Freya said, and trotted after her. Gray grunted and followed as well. Lacey swiped a drip of sweat off her nose. Maybe she could fall further and further behind and disappear down an alley or something, never to look at another plant ever again in her entire life. She trudged away from the tempting book display in the front window of Turn the Page and was just about to pass the alley between the bookstore and the Schroeder Bakery when she caught sight of movement out of the corner of her eye. A boy edged out of the side door of the bookstore and leaned against the wall, He shoved something into his mouth and stood there, chewing and staring up towards the sky. Next, he pulled a book out from underneath his hoodie. Wait, what? The guy whipped a phone out of his pocket and pressed it to his ear. Yep, another one. What's the address this time? You bet. If you follow through with the cash again, there'll be an even rarer edition coming your way. Hold on. Rare edition? As in? The rare editions Paige kept locked in a glass case behind the counter. Got it, the guy said, and shoved his phone back into his pocket. Lacey jumped back from the alley opening as the guy began to turn towards her. What should she do? Run and tell Paige? Tackle him? Lacey flexed her hands. They were sort of grimy from all the mucking around in plants, but she could probably do a citizen's arrest if she managed the element of surprise. The guy strode right past her and entered the bookshop front entrance. Hi, Miss Page, he called out cheerfully. The same guy who just made that phone call in the alley. I'm so confused, Lacey mumbled. Maybe that guy was selling the rare book four-page or two-page. Lacey! Freya whisper-yelled from, like, two blocks away. Other words followed, but Freya was kind of hard to understand both when she talked from behind scenery and when she yelled from a hundred feet away. Lacey set into a jog to catch up. Her boredom with the junior gardening club must be going to her head. For a second there, she'd actually thought she was watching a theft. She caught up with everybody in time to hear Iona scolding the owner of the Easton Hotel about a slug overtake in the flower beds around the fountain. You simply must pay attention to these things, Iona said. I didn't realize slugs were so bad, the gentleman said. Is it fatal? It very well could be, if you do nothing at all to stall their progress, Iona said. And look, fungi! Oh, gross, 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 gross. Lacey did not want to stick around for a lecture on eradicating fungus. Oh, dear, look at the time! Iona pulled an old-fashioned watch out of her pocket, the kind Anne of Avonlea would have had clipped to her suit lapel. I shall be tardy for the Alliance of Gardening Matrons meeting in Appledale if I don't leave right this moment. I am afraid I must leave you three right now and catch an Uber immediately, Iona said, slipping a very modern smartphone out of her pocket. A moment later, she was whisked away in a black car like some kind of gardening royalty. What about the slugs and fungi? The hotel owner yelled. He looked from Lacey to Freya to Gray. We're just amateurs, Lacey said. I've heard salt works on slugs, Freya added. Gray shrugged. I'd enjoy looking at one under a microscope. The hotel owner harrumphed and pushed back through the revolving door of his lobby. Guys... Lacey said as they walked slowly back towards the winter's house. Would you feel totally let down if I quit the Eastern chapter of the Junior Gardening Club and you two ended up being the only members? Yes, Freya said. Duh, Gray rolled her eyes. Oh, you're the one who invited us, Gray said. And remember, the character study, and the story ideas. Miss Tomer said we can get them anywhere, remember? Freya said. Lacy sighed. Yes, she remembered. But frankly, there had to be a zillion more interesting ways to get story ideas. What if she wanted to write a mystery, and not the mystery of how to cure mulch fungus, either? The guy with the book in the alley came to mind again. Oh, wait. Actually, maybe she had stumbled across a story idea. Anyway, even if you quit, Freya said, thanks for hanging out today. Yeah, Gray actually smiled. You're welcome, Lacey said. She waved goodbye at her driveway, promising to save them seats in youth class tomorrow at church. She paused on the porch. Grey had actually smiled. Freya had laughed and talked and been totally unselfconscious. So maybe the flowers were a bit yawn-worthy. She still felt good about the afternoon. Lacey headed up to her tower and her writing table to hammer out a character sketch on Iona Davies for writing class. Instead of describing Iona, though, she kept picturing the boy coming out of the side door of Turn the Page. The scene was so odd, so mysterious. Lacey doodled a magnifying glass on her paper. Maybe, maybe she should go back to the bookshop and poke around a little. A picture of herself and Nora Arjean sneaking around the Pellis house last summer popped into her mind. Of course, if Lacey was going to investigate anything, she had to call in Nora. Lacey jogged down the tower steps to her room to find her phone. If Paige of Turn the Page was in trouble, she and Nora would find out for sure. Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. Enjoy summertime. Bye!